You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, what up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, of the Slapdick Podcast, coming at you, fine Tuesday, 13th of April, 2021, Great day to have a great day. Get to the quote of the day, man, and tell you the title of this show and let you know how real this one will be. Title of this show. Oh, let me get to the quote of the day. Quote of the day. You are confined only by the walls you build yourself. We are confined only by the walls we build ourselves. There's no more true, realer statement, in my opinion. We far too often stay confined when we should be fucking getting out. And we set the damn boundaries. Don't let, don't let our, yourself set the boundaries. We already have fucking boundaries set by everybody else. So. I don't know. I'm just telling you. We're living in fucked up times. I'm just going to be honest. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say fucked up times. I think I want to say trying times. And this, this country's been through trying times for a long, long time. Many times, over and over. And uh, we've always prevailed. Too bad it's always came at the... hands of racism or death or fighting amongst each other or genocide or you name it. It's always some fucked up shit. Why cats can't get along? I have no idea. We're all here striving for the same thing and that's paper, money, green, but we've been killing over colors, blue, red, white, black, forever. <sighs> Give me a shout out. This is my 150th episode. I don't really want to celebrate it like that. I'm going to celebrate it later on. I, I don't know, but, you know, we got continue to have shooting deaths in America. But I'll give myself a shout out. It's 150th episode on something I said I would never do. So here you go. That's my applause. My applause. Um, 150th episode, man. That's crazy. Title of this show is called, titled, It Sounds Like a You Problem. That's the name of the show. Sounds Like a You Problem. Capitalize you. And I'm going to get into why that is on multiple uh, fronts. But we got Dante Wright, 
young kid just gets killed by a police officer in Minnesota again, not far from the George Floyd deal. I'm not talking too much about it because I don't know too much about it, um, but it continues to happen. I don't know why. Um, and why is it always, you can't tell me that we're only seeing cops kill black people. Like, well, they just don't show the white kid get shot. <laughs> I'm not saying it don't happen, but it sure don't happen in uh, where I'm from. Like, and I don't know if it happens where you're from. But <clears throat> you know there's some bullshit behind it when the cop says, I misplaced my gun for a taser. Okay, so there's a problem. Like, that's straight up negligence, lying. I don't know if it's racism or what it is, but... Now, did the kid do something wrong? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, obviously, they pulled him over for a license plate deal. I hear he had a couple warrants for weed or something. Like, for weed. So, I don't know, man. All I know is there was probably other ways to detain the kid other than shoot him. So, and you got to understand, these kids are fearing for their life. Um, and probably scared to death. And guess what? Their mentors, their people they're running with, they're probably not being coached up on how to handle the situation of being pulled over. That's why I used to put my kids in chairs and teach them how to get pulled over and fucking what to do. Take a deep breath and relax. It's not, it's not easy when you got a gun in your face for no fucking reason, though. I'll tell you that. Can't you can't coach that? You can't prep that as much as you can prep it as many times as you want. But those, just like we used to say in football, and this is literal now. When the bullets start flying, it'll test your moxie and your damn poise. Well, bullets are literally flying at these youngsters' heads by our own police. In our own American cities. And you want us to be on e at ease? <sighs> Sounds like a you problem. Is directed at the police force. You put $12 million in the Minneapolis police after George Floyd's death. Yet. Where did the money go? Because there's no fucking way. That the money went to training cops on how to deal with these situations. It's been a year. It's been a year. And it happens again. So. But you are confined only by the walls you build yourself. They don't, they don't care. Just so we're clear. You don't care about shit that you continue to do. But... Who knows? Sad intro to the show here. Let me try to pick up the pace. Bet Online is the Slapdick Podcast sponsor. So the fastest and easiest way to bet online on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. 
Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. I won 2500 last night on DraftKings. I finished tied for first with 20 other fucks, so it cost me about twenty three grand. Didn't cost me. I just didn't win it. Um, it cost me 12 15 bucks, and I won 2500 You know, I was literally in the shower thinking, damn. If this loony cat can just rip the fourth quarter, I have a shot. And he sure did. He get he got me like 15 points in the fourth, uh, fantasy points. And um, I end up tying and, and, uh, and winning 2500 So, mind you, I do this shit leisurely. I don't go online and prep all this shit and look who's hurt and do all this shit. I won 300 the other night. I won 2500 last night. I've won over two grand before. I was winning 30 fucking grand in the late in the fourth quarter a couple weeks ago. I'm in the mix of this shit. It's just knowing sports, I think. But I knew Wiseman was out. I figured Looney can get me at least solid points. I'll take Curry, who wants to break Wilt Chamberlain's record as my captain in the captain mode on DraftKings. And he gets me 103 points. I knew Joker would get me big numbers. And I knew Draymond Green was going to ball because I knew Steph, he knew Steph was going to break Will Chamberlain's record and Draymond was going to do everything he could to get him the ball. And and what did he do? He had like fucking 15 assists. So he got me points. So good night, 2,500. Fuck, I was, 25 grand would have been a lot nicer. I don't know if I'd be doing the show. I'd be fucking in Vegas. Think about what I said. Oh, I can go to Vegas and I have a worry in my life. I thought it, nothing crossed my mind that a cop's going to shoot me. I have no worries about that. Now, I do worry about people I hang with, my boy. And I've actually been with them. I've seen it. I know it exists. So quit fucking being neg- uh, naive and quit being fucking ignorant and saying it don't. Cats are tired, bro. Telling you. You're going to have a problem, Biden. Trump created it. He he didn't create it. Let me take that back. I retract that statement. He didn't create it, but he sure aided in it and created the mess that we have now in this current fucking era. But our forefathers created this shit 500 years ago. But it is what it is. Sounds like a you problem. Let me get to the show, all right? Lovey Smith, former coach, head coach at a University of Louisville. My good friend was the D coordinator for him there, Hardy Nickerson. What's up? Verbum Day alumni. Son played at Cal. Um, he came out recently and said that he could never get his entire defense installed in his four years at Illinois. That, my friend, is a you problem. It's not the kid's problem. It's not the staff's problem. It's not the university's problem. That is a you problem, coach. And I'm not here to judge you hastily because you're in the NFL again coaching with Urban. 
you've been a D1 and NFL head coach. You've had success at all levels. Struggled in Illinois, but I respect you. I've always liked you. My point being is NFL coaches don't translate very well to college, and college coaches don't translate very well to NFL. There's been a few that's done it. There's only been a few that's been able to do it. And, um, you know, to be honest, how many NFL coaches have left the NFL and done well in college? Bill O'Brien did decent at fucking Penn State. You've had, you know, Saban translated from college NFL didn't do well. Pete Carroll was an NFL guy first, did well in college, did well in the NFL again. Charlie Weiss, horrible in college. Lovey Smith, horrible college. There's a ton of guys that struggle in college from the NFL because I couldn't get my entire defense installed in his four in my four years, quote. Lovey Smith. That is a problem of that's you problem. See, you problem, meaning these aren't NFL kids. These are college kids coming from high school programs that weren't taught in the first place. They don't know what a fucking three technique is. A little less do they understand sky, cloud, quarters, zero match and a shitload of line games and zone drops and you expect them to know how to get NFL defensive terminology installed it's not going to happen brother but so it's a you problem not understanding your personnel and how to implement things and kiss it down and dumb it down and let the kids play fast and get the best student athletes. Um, and you failed at that level doing it because it's not about four years of it's not about your defensive playbook getting it installed. It's about getting the motherfuckers to buy in and run two fucking things really, really well and getting the best players to run through a wall for you. You couldn't do it. NFL guys don't do it in college because they're ex- they expect you to do it because they think you're being paid because that's what they're used to. No, they're not. They want to get paid, but they don't know how. Coaching is teaching. Teaching is coaching. We have to teach them how to get paid. I blew my mind. It blew my mind listening to that. I never could get my defensive book playbook installed in four years. That's a you problem, my friend. Kyrie says he has more family issues. He'll miss another uh, couple games. This has become the biggest you fucking problem of all. And the Nets, it's a you problem as well. Nets should say that I'm not paying you for you problems. You can't help me. I can't pay you. That is the world we live in. 
Why is he and these other soft fucks getting pass after pass after pass? The American blue collar worker would be fired if he continued to say, I have personal problems and miss work. Don't get it fucking twisted. Kyrie Irving continues to say, I have fucking personal issues. Well, the Nets should say, our personal issue is you. You problems don't involve me. But you problems are thought of by you to involve us. They don't involve us. You want them to involve us because you need someone to fucking reach out to. When really, in theory, it's a you issue. It's a you problem. The police are becoming more popular because it's a you problem. They're continuing to kill black folks when they can avoid it. It's a you problem. And guess what? It becomes an us issue. And it's going to be a you problem when a fucking riot breaks out. And you could have avoided it. But I talked about it last show. Last show. Choices versus decisions. You made the choice, my friends, and now you got to live with the decision. Kyrie fucking family problems. Come out like Deshaun Watson's lawyer is telling these females, let's see who you are accusing my client. Kyrie, let everyone know your family issues. You ain't got to say fucking in depth. We don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what family issues you have. We, I got family issues, motherfucker. We all have family fucking issues. Go tell the dude at Walmart about his family fucking issues. By the way, he don't get fucking paid if he has family issues. And he don't make his $12 an hour when you're getting paid probably 400000 a day per game. Or something like that. Maybe more than that. I don't know. I might have fucking underballed it. Family problems. Family problems, my dick. Go fucking tell that kid at Walmart your family problems. Let him tell you his. The Nets, it's a you problem. You should fucking not pay the motherfucker. Let's see how many family problems he has when you stop paying him. It blows my mind. Now you don't have to work. You're just creating softer culture. <laughs> like, fuck, these motherfuckers are going to do this. That's going to that's gonna be the next thing. Oh, we don't got to show up. We still get paid. We don't give a fuck. There's no crowd to show up to. So we're not tripping, dog. Shit. It's only on TV. Shit. There's no crowd showing up. I'm not even hyped anyway. Still get paid to miss. Make up bullshit excuses. Fuck it. The Nets getting beat down by the Lakers the other night. Since this show, the Lakers got beat down last night by the Knicks. Knicks are playing really well, man. Uh, Thibodeau's a good coach. Um, Lakers beat Nets without LBJ, without AD, without Kuzma. Um, And then the Nets, you know, Kyrie gets suspended because he's a little bitch. He gets suspended. Um, And then then during that game, he gets ejected. Um, Him and uh, Schroeder going at it. But, uh... You know, 
KD looked average, and Frank Vogel should be commended. Man, his defenses, even going back to the Pacers, his defenses have always been well, always done well, um, been great, and you know he. They locked him down. Twenty points, I think, thirty percent shooting. Twenty points for for him for without without Harden, um, and then Kyrie gets ejected. You figure AD goes off, takes over, right? He's that dude, right? He's the guy, right? He's the motherfucker, right? No, he's not. He's a great scorer, an individual, a talent, but he ain't that dude. Takes different dudes. Why do you think he always needs a super team? Why is he never one alone? Why is he always chasing motherfuckers? Guess what? That team's compiled of them. Harden. Him. Blake Griffin's a fucking bum. What's Blake Griffin done? Blake Griffin hasn't dunked a fucking basketball in four years. Like, why did you guys hire him? Sign him. Aldridge looked like he was 65 years old when Andre Drummond was using and abusing him. I told everyone that shit was going to blackfire. I'll take the field. You guys take the nets to win it all. And let's bet $1,000. Anybody that hears me talking this, hit me up, DM me, email me, coachab12 at gmail, and let's take let's bet. Now, I'm not betting 1,000 people $1,000, dumbasses. But the first person that wants to bet 1,000, I take the field. Not even saying the Lakers. I take the field. But if LBJ and AD are healthy and they come back, not even Kuzma. I think they should trade fucking Kuzma. But Lakers are winning it, hands down. Drummond is the X factor. Drummond makes them way better than they were last year. So I'm just telling you. Now they get Macklemore, who's a hell of a wing player, who's another great bench player who can come in and hit five threes. You got problems. But... They got beat down by the Knicks last night, and Randall, former Laker, puts 36 and 11 on them. But you expect that, man, when you have no leadership out there. Um, LBJ's gone, AD's gone, you know. Hopefully they'll be back, but I don't even care. They still make the playoffs, and I believe they'll make the playoffs, and there's still a 10-game play-in this year, so who fucking cares? Let them get in and let them guys rest. Don't bring him back too early. Fuck it. The other people that make millions of dollars on your team need to fucking carry and win you some games. Okay? So you don't need to bring those guys back right now. Drummond, get loose, stretch out your hammies, fix your little pinky toe, and go fucking carry the team. You and Schroeder. And Kuzma come back, help out. And Marit Morris and KCP, better get your shit together. Macklemore takes your spot. And uh, go win you 10 games. There's only, what, 20 left? 15 left? Go 10 and 5. But I don't know. Steve Nash cannot control that group in Brooklyn. You can see there's no buy-in. It is evident, my friends, there is no buy-in by the Nets roster. Because when you have buy-in and you have repercussions 
and you have a sense of letting me down, letting your coach down because you do want to play for me and you have respect for me in the game, you wouldn't have issues and family issues every fucking 10 days. At some point, some camaraderie is going to have to be built amongst that team to play long enough together. But who knows? You have three individual losers on your team that make three talented fucking freaks, no doubt. But they're losers individually. Losers. I'm just telling you. I don't know. See, there's like, it's a you problem. See, me uh, me being on Netflix was a you problem. Because why? I was just an average Joe football coach who's had a lot of success in my life, had a lot of kids gone on to college. That's how I dictate success. Uh, you know, sent a lot of kids to school, NFL. Hey, man, I was happy. Cool. Show comes out. I fucking get on this show and they see me passionate about helping kids and doing it the way I do it unorthodox maybe not really though to be honest if you really knew the profession but a lot of you guys step out of your lane into mine and think you know it when if you really looked into it and you watched Nick Saban every day and filmed him or Belichick or Pete Carroll you'd drop your jaws too but perception's reality you only see me on tv so you don't see them and you don't see them cussing out motherfuckers every day and so I'm the bad guy only cool i'm fine i got big shoulders but it's a you problem because tv made me become a villain what would Kyrie, kd and james harden be without tv and fame they'd be twitter burner account shit talking keyboard cowardly fucks like all my haters are. It's a reversal of roles. They just happen to be touched by the hand of God. And they are freaks in their basketball individual skill sets. But they have a fucking. No offense. Walmart's state of mindset. They work at Walmart on when they leave the court. God touched them when they are on the court and they make millions of dollars. Hope that makes sense to you, but might not. It's a fucking shame. You see how shit bir- They're shitbirds when they're not hooping. What would they be without hooping? <laughs> without Netflix, I, nobody knows. I'm still helping kids and doing my thing and fucking happy. But, you know, hey, got to do what you got to do. You got to take what people give you and uh, turn lemons into lemonade. Hey, it allowed me to get a whiskey line, a cigar line, a book, a best-selling book, a podcast. A lot of other things have happened. So, it's a you problem, but shit. If you hustle and don't fucking cry over spilled milk. And fucking pout like a little suck your teeth like girls do. Then the the sun shines on a dog's ass some days. Wake up, be optimistic, and shut the fuck up. Go work hard and 
Have some fucking tough skin about yourself. Quit claiming everything to be mental health. And go fucking get your fingernails dirty. Cut up your hands. And earn results. How about that? Just simple. First Japanese player ever wins a Masters. Yeah, hey, I'm not happy. Fuck it. Stop all the Asian hate, man. I grew up with some Asians. They're good people. So, Deshaun Watson has over 24 civil suits. 20 women have came forward and said that he was fine with them. Another woman came out yesterday, looked like she's like, he didn't do anything to me, but I stopped fucking with him because he had too many massage therapists, so I thought something was funny style, so I bounced. She sounded like a money grabber herself, by the way. Sounded like an old OG hood rat, the shit where I grew up from. That's what it looked like to me. But anyway, real recognizes real, so... It is a you problem to have 40 plus massage therapists. So let me ask you, let me tell you why. You are fucking Deshaun Watson, 25 years old, the height of your career. You have a huge amount of resources, unlimited, some would say, resources. You have a team around you that handle these type of things. There is no reason for you to be privately messaging these females with an A-list stature that you have without your team setting up massage therapists and a legitimate company where you can be seen entering and leaving and not at someone the fucker's house. You're, you're, you put yourself in that position, dog. It's a you problem. Whether you really did some illegal shit or not, I don't know. I'm not judging. I don't know you. I don't know the situation. I don't know these females. I don't know these lawyers. All I know is you put yourself into the position of having 40 fucking massage therapists. That's to me. Nobody needs 40 fucking massage therapists. It comes off real fucking creepy to me. And that's just me being me. I'm just letting you know that's what it looks sounds like. If I had a daughter and that sounded like. Uh, and you and I found out you fucking were just running around having different massage therapists, I'd have a problem with you. That's just me. 40 massage therapists is a you problem. Not our problem. It's not us. It's you. Your team, which is unlimited amount of resources and your corner has failed you, brother. They have failed you and have not told you the truth about yourself. Whether you're a creep pervert or not, I don't know. But what it is, is what it is. You had 40 fucking massage therapists. This female came out last night and said she left your ass for a reason and not wanted to be any more part of your massage therapist group because you have too many. And bad things happen. When too many folks know about shit. So it's a you problem. 
I pray that he didn't do it. I pray he gets to continue. But also, if he did do it, then he shouldn't be fucking running around uh, females either. Brett Reed gets charged with the DWI. What's next? It's the biggest you problem there is. And people try to say there's no such thing as nepotism in hiring in the NFL, in college, in all these different things. You're full of shit. You're out of your mind. If you don't think so. The bottom line is, Brett Reed almost, she put a person, a baby girl, in a vegetative state. Who knows how she'll end up. And you're going 85 fucking miles an hour on the way to the fucking facility. Hit a person at 85 miles an hour one second before impact. You're going 85 miles an hour. And you're loaded. Privilege is a motherfucker, man. Privilege is a motherfucker. And it is a you problem. You made it the biggest you problem there is. And that mother and father now, it's their problem to deal with their kid in a vegetative state because of you. And people say there's no, you know, Brett Reed, yeah, he's the best person for that job, huh? Or his dad hired him. There's no one better to coach linebackers in the NFL than Brett fucking Reed. And this ain't his first rodeo. This ain't his first fucking time having this issue. But he keeps jobs. Motherfucker. Come on. I don't even want to get into it. Motherfuckers. I know people that had that would have happened. Never would have fucking got a job again in their life. Shit. It's crazy. Um, biggest you problem there is, man. New, new, the Jets, New York Jets have a major you problem. Sam Darnold got traded and celebrated at his house, condo, whatever, Airbnb, it don't matter. There was a party going on. And it's not like the motherfucker went to the Seahawks or the Patriots or some shit. He's only going to the Carolina Panthers. It's not like Carolina's just dominated fucking Super Bowls. He's going to Carolina and celebrated like he just won the Super Bowl. It's like Tom Brady drinking off the boat. That is a huge you problem, Net, uh, Jet, Jets. Nets too. Jets, you have a huge fucking problem when Sam Darnold celebrates being traded. What does that say about you fucks? I have no idea. That's unbelievable. It's really crazy to me. But it is what it is. Um, You know, shit. Can't really... Can't really knock it. I don't know. I mean, shit is what it is. I'm going to dominate 2021 as soon as 2020 ended is my mindset. I took a good look in the rearview mirror, like I always tell you, and said, fuck you, 2021 is for me. 
It's all about self-care and love, which means I'm focusing on being happy and feeling relaxed. Mental clarity is the first step to my better life, which is why I've been taking down Sunday Scaries CBD gummy bears like candy. When my mind starts racing or I need to decompress, I simply pop two gummies in. 20 minutes, I'm relaxed in mode. I don't... And there's no risk to buy. The company offers 100% money-back guarantee, lifetime, if the product's not for you. That's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scaries is a stress-relieving business, not the stress-causing business. And I can get you 25% off to prove it. Visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code SLAPDICK for a discount. That's promo code SLAPDICK for 25% off sundayscaries.com. They're fucking amazing and you won't regret joining their squad. You know, I've seen Mike Tyson in Holyfield movie before. I've seen it. Your problem is going to be a me problem now. (laughs) I don't want to see Holyfield Tyson number three. Holyfield dominated Tyson in his prime. He outboxed him. He frustrated him. He bit his fucking ear because of the frustration. And... You know, why do we have to see it when they're fucking 55? I mean, I'm just being honest. Why Why do we have to watch this fucking thing? You know, people don't know that they ended up hating each other to being best friends. I don't know if you know, Holyfield actually, uh, or I think Holyfield become bankrupt later on in life. Tyson actually um, let Holyfield live with them and saved them. From what I believe, what I hear, a good friend of mine is the pastor for Evander, and uh, I met Evander a couple of events. Evander was through some bad times apparently, and um, Tyson saved him, got him out of uh, poverty. Now, how do you make hundreds of million dollars and are in poverty? I have no idea. It's a you problem. But bottom line is, uh, they're fighting again. And talking shit to each other, making it a fucking watchable event so pay-per-view can make a million killing on it. But Tyson got dominated in his prime. I don't want to see these two because Tyson will probably knock him out at 55 because Holyfield looks like he's fucked up. I just met the dude not too long ago. I, I was actually just with him, not met him. i not talking shit or nothing. I'm just saying... I don't want to see one of these motherfuckers get hurt. Like, why are we watching this? Money is such the root of all evil, man. God damn. Why are you guys fighting? Please tell me. I know it's money, but God damn. I don't get it. But anyway, um, K-9 is a new uh, supporter of the Slapdick Podcast. Before I get into the cancellations of the games last night uh, due to, to due to the uh, Dante Wright killing in Minnesota, it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. Canon sunglasses are made exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that made their lenses clearer, lighter, stronger, and Italian handcrafted frames that are impossible to scratch. Use the exclusive code KanonCast15. That's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T, the number 15, at canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's canoncast15. 
Canine, clearly better. It's a you problem, in my opinion, that the police continue to kill young black folks. And I didn't say innocent young black folks. In, in theory, I believe they are an overall innocent. They're innocent of being murdered. They should never be killed. Do they make mistakes? Do we make mistakes? Do I make mistakes? Yeah. Do I deserve, do I get shot for doing it? No. Do, do 99% of white people get shot doing it? No. But it is a 50-50, it might even be higher than that, shot that a young black kid, male or female, don't make it out of a traffic stop. How fucking alarming is that to you? Like, if you don't care about that, you're part of this fucking problem in America. It's a 50-50 roll of the dice that your fucking ass don't make it out of a traffic stop with one of these motherfuckers. And if that don't alarm you and cause your hair to curl, then you got a fucking problem. A 50-50 shot that one of my players gets pulled over and don't make it to practice. A 50-50 shot that my son or daughter or husband or wife don't make it home to feed the family that night for dinner. Because he got pulled over for a fucking seatbelt ticket. That's not alarming to you. You are fucking part of the problem. You should go out and be fucking castrated in your big white fucking hide truck with your fucking Trump fucking flag. You're part of the fucking problem. Go be part of the fucking solution. Help aid the you problems in the world. And stop making them fucking our problems. Motherfuckers. Go fucking figure it out. Fucking unbelievable. Now. What the fuck does the Minnesota Timberwolves, Minnesota Twins, Minnesota hockey team, the Wild or whatever they are, What does it do to not play yesterday because of it? Now, if they come back and play today, yesterday meant absolutely diddly shit. Why do it? Like, it doesn't make sense. This shit continuing is continuing to happen. And I don't believe the stance is warranted. I don't believe the stance is legit. I believe it's a fucking publicity grab. It's a PR stunt. And it's just doing it to, to, to do what? For what? Why did, what are you doing it for? Let's just be real, man. Real recognizes real. It's a fucking bullshit. Just to say you didn't play. It ain't saving the kid's life. It didn't bring the kid back. Don't. How about you fucking protest something that matters? How about you don't play no more? Let's say, fuck it, we're not playing no more. Let the economy take a bigger hit in the fucking area that it happened. How about fucking go out and fucking 
put it protest in front of the police department as the fucking professional franchise. How about get the owner of those fucking franchises to go fucking do something about it instead of just sit behind some protected tenant window where nobody ever sees these fucks. Nobody ever hears these fucks. But your frontline workers, who are your black players, coaches, GMs, community members are having to fucking go out and fucking protest and not play. So now the real fans that enjoy and come out and pay and play, they're suffering because they can't even see the fucking game now. But all you did was protest one day, one fucking day. That ain't helping nobody. That ain't solving this fucking problem. It's continuing to happen over and over and over and over. Taking a knee ain't helping nobody. I get why. I see it. I'm not. I Shit, I do it. I don't give a fuck. It ain't helping, though. It ain't changing the ball game. It ain't changing the problem. We have too many you problems. And you're, beca- you're causing it to be our problems. And it needs to be a bigger picture protest. It needs to be something bigger. Told you guys what to do at NCAA. Should have went out in Final Four and not played. That would have shook everybody up. Walked out, Final Four, UCLA, Gonzaga, Baylor, Houston. We're not playing. Walk out, drop your jersey in the middle of the floor. We're not playing until some shit fucking changes. Until we get paid as college players. Until our brothers, teammates, Family members stop getting shot and killed by fucking cops who are supposedly hired to protect and serve. We're not playing until that happens. NBA, you're not going to play. Fuck one day. Who the fuck gives a fuck about baseball game five of this 2021 season in in a pandemic? Who the fuck's going to remember that protest? Who the fuck's going to remember the Minnesota fucking... Timberwolves game versus the 76ers or whatever in the middle of 2021. Who the fuck cares? How about you don't play no more? How about you don't play the playoffs? How about you walk out from the playoffs start and say, we're not playing until some shit changes. You guys got enough money? What are you worried about? You got enough money? Motherfuckers coming out every day talking about I don't even spend my money. Camara, I haven't spent any 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 checks. He said NFL paying checks. He only spends it off endorsements. Well, what you bitching about? Chill out. Don't do nothing. Let's protest. See, none of you motherfuckers really talk. You, you just talk the talk. A lot of you motherfuckers don't walk the walk. You want to look good. You want to you want to sound good. Kyrie Irving. If I hear another motherfucker say Kyrie Irving is a, some motherfucker that stands up. No, he don't. What the fuck does he do? If he was that dude, he would be playing, representing the reason he's playing. Don't just sit out when your other teammates are playing. Now it's about you. It's about Kyrie. It ain't about motherfucking George Floyd and these other motherfuckers. It's about your bitch ass. But see, real motherfuckers don't call it out like that. Because you motherfuckers are scared to call out real shit. Blows my mind. But then you're so cowardly, you have the audacity to come out 
the audacity to come out and talk shit about someone like me. That's the fucking funniest part about it. You're so you're such a fucking expert in my profession that you're shitty as fuck at your own. And that's the problem we're having in this fucking world we live in right now. When you start realizing that it is a you problem, capital Y-O-U, we will become better for it. Hey, man, be better today. Slapdick Podcast. Peace. That's for my 150th fucking anniversary, by the way. 150th episode, man. Believe it or not. Go help somebody. I'll let you guys Friday. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.